0: From R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you
1: want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy.
0: Matters.
1: Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Planning better for your future, where you can live in retirement worry free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. On today's episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, I bring to you a very recent episode that we did discussing a an idea that I have had instilled in me from a child, that is to win humbly and lose wisely. I bring to you a story that took place in one of my sessions, a consultation session with a prospective new client that came on to see if they wanted to hire the firm. And it's a heartbreaking story, but I'm afraid there may be more people out there in the same situation. And so I've brought it to the radio show to illustrate a point, of course, I changed names of the people and the situation is by far a little bit more worse than even what I painted. But I'll tell you this, if you're in a situation where you are trying to go at your retirement plan alone and you're doing it all by yourself, even if you do it successfully, it's probably not as optimal as it needs to be. And the chance of you doing it successfully is pretty slim. The chance of you doing it very poorly is very high. So while you can do it alone, I ask you, why would you? And then I go through this story in the show today, telling you a little bit about what happened to this gentleman who we call John and his wife sitting right beside of him, unfortunately, had no idea. His wife, who is sitting right beside of him, trusting him to drive the ship exactly as they needed it, had no idea. So if you're trying to do it alone, I would urge you to listen to the show and then call an advisor. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Retirement Matters podcast. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well and you're ready to start discussing all things retirement matters. In today's show, we are going to talk about the value of a financial advisor. and We're going to discuss that with a brief story that I hope will illustrate a point. It's an actual account of what has taken place recently in a meeting that I had with a client and it made me think I have got to get some information out to my listeners about the importance of choosing the right financial advisor and if it's yourself making sure that you're holding yourself accountable for your actions. So we're going to discuss a little bit of that in greater detail, but before we do, we've got to jump to the pause for positivity section and this week's pause for positivity comes to us from a an event that I recently experienced where my father was sitting down with his grandchildren, my two boys, and they were playing a video game. And when I walked in, I was shocked that they were playing this video game. My dad was very much involved with me as a child. I was uh, always being coached by my father, always being taught how to do things the right way by my father. He made us walk the line. He was definitely a disciplinarian. And, of course, my mother was always there to kind of put the salve on it. But at the same time, I'm telling you, my father was a very hardworking man who was dedicated to his children. But one of the things that he didn't spend a lot of time doing was learning how to play video games. But when your seven-year-old grandson says, hey, Papa, will you play a video game? Guess what you're going to be doing? (laughs) You're going to be playing the video game. So I walk into the room and I see them playing this game. And I'm asking, I said, wow, dad, you're playing Madden. It's a football game. A lot of buttons to push. I mean, it's a lot of buttons to push. And somehow, my 7-year-old has gotten pretty good at this game, but my my dad is beating my 7-year-old. And come to find out, he ends up uh, beating the 7-year-old. I think he did everything he could to let him win. You know how it is, grandpas. But ended up winning the game. So after my father has beat my son, uh, my son, you know, at 7, he gets a little bit down, and, and he's pouting a little bit. And my dad says something that he has said to me for years, and it made me realize we need to take that approach in life a lot more. He said, when you lose, what do you do? And my son responded correctly by saying, when you lose, you learn something. And it reminded me very much of a philosophy that was shared with me all through my childhood by my dad, who is now sitting here sharing this with my son, which makes me very proud and very happy. I was taught to win humbly and to lose wisely. And today, for the next two to three minutes, I want to talk to you about what that is and how we can apply that to our life and make a lot of difference in other people's lives while doing this. So win humbly and lose wisely. What does that mean? Well, as a child, I was taught that when you win, you've got to realize that at some point in time, you may lose. I was not taught to be arrogant and know that I was better than everyone else, and I would never lose or be disappointed when I lose. Trust me, I was very competitive, and I was taught to be very competitive. And my father was also very competitive, and he wanted to win every single time. Second is the first loser. He, he, he subscribes to that. But when you do lose, when you're on the wrong end of a decision, or you're on the wrong end of a game, or you're on the wrong end of chance... He taught me that you have to realize there is something to learn. And what is that exactly that there is to learn? Well, I think it's how to not lose the next time. There's also something to learn in humility. So there's something to learn in how you performed and how you can become better. There's something to learn about the decision you made and why you may not want to make that decision in the future. There is something to learn about the next time you're facing said decision in ways that you can avoid the feeling of loss in the future. So there's a lot to learn. And that's what he talks about by losing wisely. When you lose, don't be an ignorant fool. Be wise. Don't be a pouting loser, what we would call a sore loser in you know, southern Kentucky and northern Tennessee. a southern folk, we'll just call it a sore loser. You can't be the sore loser, not just because it's not becoming, but because you will not learn anything in the process. Learning from your losses make your wins more probable. Now, what does it mean to win humbly? It means that when you win, do not be braggadocious. Do not be arrogant. When you win, there is also something to learn. There is something to learn because you won doesn't mean that you were perfect. Just because that situation worked out in your favor doesn't mean that you want to be back in that same situation again. A good example of this, winning humbly and also losing wisely, can be brought to us in a, in a sports scenario. When a team wins or loses, they still watch the footage, the video, the tape, whatever their coach calls it. They're watching film to make sure that they know what they did right and what they did wrong, diving into each individual situation and knowing, you know what, I didn't do it right there. And perhaps in the game, let's consider basketball, for instance, every possession is considered a win or a loss. And if you can learn from your losses and stack up enough wins, little bitty wins at the end of it all, You win the game. And the reason I bring that to you is not only because we have to be thinking about this in terms of investing, which I want to get into in today's show, that losses will not define you if you learn from those losses. I believe you have to apply this in your life. You have to apply this to your everyday life. There are going to be times where things just don't go exactly as you planned. Life happens. We all know that. Life happens, and when it does, if we concentrate on all the negative, if we concentrate on all the losses, we will have a hard time winning. If we concentrate on all the losses and take those at face value and say, I'm no good, I'm a sore loser, in other words, but I'm not applying anything in terms of wisdom to this situation, I'm not actually learning and changing behavior, instead I'm accepting the fact that I lost, if you cannot apply wisdom to your losses, you'll have a hard time finding wins along life's journey. I'm a big believer in that. And I want to talk to you about how that applies to the investing world in the rest of this show, but I want us to focus for the next few seconds on what that means for you in your life. I want you to think for just a minute about all of the instances that you no doubt have seen go the wrong way, ways that you wish they wouldn't have went. I want you to think about instances maybe in your career where you didn't get the promotion that you desired, or maybe that's recently. You've just not gotten a promotion. Or maybe maybe your pension was cut recently, and you're about to retire, and now you've got to wonder, what's the next step? There's something to be learned from those minor setbacks. There are things to be learned in life's journey, even in the losses. And conversely, you have to learn from your wins and win humbly. You cannot know that your next game or your next decision will also turn out the same way that this one did. You've got to realize that if you don't learn and experience how and why things fail the way they did, it's going to be harder to duplicate that win in the future. So I want you to be thinking about this as we go through this week, about ways that we can win humbly and lose wisely. and As we begin to walk through this show together... As we begin to go down this journey of your retirement success, I want you to be able to apply this same win humbly, lose wisely philosophy to every decision you make along the retirement planning journey. No doubt, along this journey, you've already seen setbacks and losses that you have had to apply wisdom to. And there are times of winning. There are times of earning more money in the market, maybe, than you have ever imagined. There may have been times, especially in the last 10 years, where you've seen some things happen that if only we could duplicate every single year, you would be a multimillionaire 10 times over. But we've been around this block enough to know that the market's up and down. So, how then do we take your retirement success and disconnect it from the success of the stock market? How do we make your retirement successful, whether or not the stock market is or isn't successful? We're going to talk a little bit about that in today's episode, and we'll jump
0: right in after this break. You're listening to The Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters podcast on the podcast platform of your choice, or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website, again, is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At RD Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Welcome back to the show. Let's jump right into today's
1: episode. And again, it's win humbly, lose wisely. We've got to apply wisdom to our losses. We've got to be able to understand when we make mistakes... What do we need to be changing in the future to make sure those losses don't reoccur? So, in this episode, I just want to sit back and talk to you as if we were sitting on a couch over a cup of coffee. I just want to tell you a little bit about what I've seen. Recently, I experienced a uh, meeting, and uh, I've wrote several articles. I have published a lot of uh, work on the biases, like recency bias, Another one is uh, the overconfidence bias or the bias of confirmation. So there's a confirmation bias, which is basically where you find research that confirms what you believe to be true, even though it is not true. I've, I've written a lot about this, and it's going to be in the book that we're publishing this year about behavioral finance and how it's important to rein in your behavior but I had a conversation just a few days ago with a potential client who sat down in my office and has basically displayed all three of those biases that I've just mentioned in extreme fashion. And, and I want to get this out because I didn't really think that it was possible to be so confident in disinformation, to be so confident that you can obtain the unobtainable in the market. And so I have to do this almost as a, a PSA. I almost have to let people know as a public safety announcement, you know, it's not possible to regularly achieve 60, 70, or 80% rate of return in the stock market. That's just not possible. Is it possible to experience that type of return once every so often? Of course it is. But a lot of times that comes right after a major loss. Is it possible to pick a penny stock and turn $10,000 into $10 million? Of course it is. But that happens very, 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 very rarely. And at that point, you might as well put $10,000 into lottery tickets. So let me share this story with you. And let me talk to you about some some overconfidence. And then I want to talk to you about why in the world someone would go at retirement planning alone. You know, actually, let me speak about retirement planning and why you would do it alone. Let me talk about that first before I even get into this story. Can you, can you build a true retirement plan alone? Can you, can you build a successful retirement plan? Can you retire alone? By yourself, no financial advisor, no tax planning, no attorneys. Can you do that alone? Of course you can. Of course you can. Would it be more optimal for you to have hired an advisor or two along the process? Would it have been more optimal for you to have financial advice along the process? Yes. Inevitably, yes. There is no way for you to say no to that conversation because it's impossible for you to know everything you need to know. It's impossible for a professional to know everything that they are ever going to encounter in a financial plan. But that professional knows what to be looking for. That professional knows what red flags to be watching out for and then where to gain the information necessary to achieve success. I I, I want you to realize that It is possible to build a retirement plan all alone, and we talk to you a lot of times in this show as if you're building it on your own. We want to educate you in a way where, theoretically, you could do it on your own, but I want to ask you, why in the world would you? Why would you go at this alone? There are over 560 Social Security claiming strategies out there today. Over 560, and that's one minor decision you have to make in retirement. Did you know that taking retirement account and taking different incomes from retirement accounts can impact whether or not that Social Security is taxable? How do you do that? How do you avoid taxing your Social Security more than you would have otherwise had to? What about whether or not you should be doing Roth conversions? That could potentially save you hundreds of thousands of taxes, but if done incorrectly, can cost you thousands of dollars in taxes. What about the idea of just asset allocation in general? Where do you invest? Where do you put money? How do you make sure that you're not just throwing it to to the wind and hoping that stock market prices go up? What about Medicare? Medicare supplements? Medicare Part D? What What about the surcharges of Medicare Part B? It's much more than just making sure your investments are are handling themselves, are doing the right thing. It's more than just making sure investments are going up. When you're in growth phase, you can do this alone. When you are not yet retired, you can do the retirement planning alone most likely. You know, early on, buy the insurance you need, disability and life insurance, throw the rest to your offensive strategy, invest it, leave it alone. It's a pretty simple process. But when you get five years or fewer from retirement, you are in a critical point in your life. You've got a lot of decisions that are going to need to be made. And if you don't have someone there to help you navigate those loopholes and those tax code and the legal aspect of retirement planning in general, just everything that has to do with whether or not you're doing it correctly, and if you do it wrong, you're penalized, those types of things are things that are hard for an individual who has a full-time job or is a full-time grandparent, to do. That's where we come in. RDS Wealth, our goal at RDS Mother's Wealth Management is to make sure that we are making this process as easy as possible. You see, Vanguard did a study a couple of, I'd say, golly, it's probably been five or six years ago. They did this study that put a value on a financial advisor. And a good financial advisor can add as much as 3% to your overall portfolio on an annual basis. 3%. Adding 3% to your portfolio is well worth hiring the financial advisor, especially like a firm like R.D. Smothers Wealth Management that charges you 1% to 1.5% to do the work. You're still netting over 2%. And you think about this, that's not even taking into effect, according to the Vanguard study, the asset allocation, which is a fancy word for saying which stocks to buy and sell. That's not even taking into effect our expertise on which stocks to buy and sell. That's talking about things like behavioral coaching, the cost-benefit analysis of buying one stock over another. How about the tax management, making sure we're not paying too much in taxes, and then an annual rebalancing strategy? Those things bring value, and one of the biggest values in this Vanguard study that we see is the behavioral coaching aspect. You see, a good financial advisor will be there to tell you when you're doing something wrong on the behavioral side, because when the market's melting down, everyone wants to sell, but what should you be doing? Buying more. When the market's at all-time highs, everyone wants to buy, but what should you be doing? You should be selling to those who want to buy at those inflated prices. That behavioral coaching aspect alone, according to Vanguard, puts almost a 1.5% increase into your portfolio on an annual basis. Over half of the value that an advisor brings is in behavioral coaching. That's huge. And so let me get to my story of a gentleman that I sat down with. I've got about 10 minutes to get through this, and I want to teach you a couple things along the way. I had a gentleman who came in. He and his wife were uh, retired two, no, three years into retirement. And for the sake of this story, I'll call them John and Susie. So, John is sitting down with me and he begins to tell me that he is very well versed in options trading. And as I begin to ask him what he's done his entire life, he worked at a factory. John worked at a factory up until three years ago and he now is doing a lot of options trading in the stock market. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with what that is, that's basically just a very sophisticated way of making income in your retirement account. He is selling covered calls, meaning he is gathering income on top of the appreciation of the stock value itself. Long story short, he is implementing a strategy that we at R.D. Smothers Wealth Management already implement, and it's got a really high rate of return if you do it correctly. So as we begin to sit down and discuss things, John's telling me in 2020 what kind of return he made. It was close to 30%. He's then telling me that he made almost 60% in 2021, but he lost over 45% in 2022. When we begin to talk about his income, he was telling me about how and where he was taking his income from, and he told me he was taking income from a Roth IRA. This Roth IRA had been funded over the last three years by conversions. So three years ago, he began doing Roth conversions, a way to essentially mitigate or potentially even eliminate taxes in the future. It's a great strategy. When asked where he had learned about the strategy, he said he's been doing a lot of research and he realizes that's the best way to do it. But John is taking income from those Roth IRAs right away. And I was really sad to have to tell him that he has breached a major IRS rule when it comes to Roth conversions. And now every single dime of that money that he has pulled out of his Roth IRA is going to be penalized at 10%. John has pulled almost $170,000 out of his account, which means he has a $17,000 tax penalty that he is going to be forced to pay. Now, theoretically, he could go and just avoid that penalty by not paying it and hope that he doesn't get audited. But at the end of the day, he has made a major mistake, $17,000. On top of that, because of his option strategy that he was trying to do alone, he got way too risky. And he has traded an account from $1 million, I'm not making this up, from $1 million down to four hundred and seventy. million dollars He needs $60,000 a year in income. Now, $60,000 a year is a, a somewhat obtainable number on a million, but remember, if you've ever listened to the show before, you know that 4% is the safe withdrawal rate. So He is really only supposed to be taking about $40,000 off of that million dollars to be safe with it, but he's taking 60%. Well now with his trading and all of the bad choices he's made, he only has an account of 470. He did a Roth conversion of $300,000 in 2022 thinking that we were at the lows of the market in March. $300,000 he owes taxes on that amount. It's going to be right at 100 grand that he owes on taxes. Plus, he has $17,000 in penalties from his Roth IRA mishap. He owes $117,000 from his $470,000 account. He's three years into retirement. He needs $60,000 a year in income. I had terrible news for John, and Susie was sitting there listening to the whole thing. And what's worse is that John had told Susie a little bit about what was going on, but when I began to unpack all of the detrimental decisions that were made, Susie had no idea. She was a trusting spouse who believed her husband to know exactly what he was doing, and she has put all of her money into his hands. It was not good. The news I was about to deliver was not good news. And Susie's sitting there hearing this for the very first time. They're going to need to find a job because they will both have to go back to work. It broke my heart to hear this. It broke my heart. I'm telling these individuals that they have made bad decisions because they didn't ask for help. What in the world would have caused John to have done this alone? What in the world? And then we find out that his daughter is a financial advisor and has been for about two years. Brand new as a financial, brand new as a financial advisor. And he said he's been talking to her along the way. (sighs) Guys, you can't do this alone. You can't do retirement planning alone. You just can't. There are far too many intricacies. There are far too many decisions and there are far too many landmines out there. If you hit one of them, it will decimate your retirement plan. This, this man and woman are sitting in my office hoping that we can help, and there's nothing we can do. Up until 2017, we could have reclassified his Roth conversion. That would have saved him a lot of money. But now it's not allowed. Under the most recent tax cuts, you can't reclassify a Roth conversion. That Roth conversion is written in pen now. It is forever. And he will owe taxes on that amount. He will not be able to sustain his retirement plan. But what happens next is almost unbelievable. When I begin to tell John what's going on, he looks at me and says, well, I know what I have to do. Okay, what is it, John? He says, I've got to make a 100% return next year and I can do it. It's only two percent per week and I'm gonna make it happen. I've got this option strategy that I know what to do. I mean I made sixty percent in twenty twenty one. I can make a hundred this year. I I was I was almost floored when I heard his his decision. Now I've got a couple of things that I'm gonna be talking to him about and some things that, you know, as we begin to build our relationship, because at this point, I'm really just on cleanup duty. I'm just trying to salvage what's there. But he still believes that he can make 100% if he did it himself. If he did it himself, he believes that he can make 100%. Do you know what that is? That is not losing wisely. That is not applying what you already know to be true to your current situation. He thinks that he can make 100%. I asked him this question. I said, John, before we really dive into uh, what I see as being an issue, how long did you expect this money to last? And he said, Dale, well, I thought I would have a hard time being able to spend it all. Because if I'm making 30 to 60% a year, I'm going to wind up with 5 or $6 million in my account. And that is exactly what I'm talking about with the confirmation and the overconfidence bias. You cannot achieve 40%, 50 60% rates of return on a long-term basis. Most financial planning software will not allow you to go over 12% average rate of return. And I'm going to tell you that averages lie. Even if you are able to max that out and achieve 12% average rate of return, guys, you will not see a 12% linear progression of returns. In other words, you will not see 12% per year year after year. If you're spending anywhere close to that, you're going to run out of money. And I'm here to shine the light on the rocks. I just simply want to be a beacon. I want to be a lighthouse in the night and show you that these things cannot be done. Here are rocks. Stay away. That's my goal. And I'm urging you to call our firm, 270-600-PLAN, if you are anywhere close to this. If you are not sure what you're doing, or you feel like you are sure what you're doing, and you are doing it alone. Get a second set of eyes on it. 270600 plan. We would love to be the value add to your plan. Again, 3% according to Vanguard, 3% additional return. Would you like to see that? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, call us 270600 plan. My team is standing by to be the advisor for you and bring that value to your portfolio. If you are not doing this with an advisor, do not wait too late to call for help. If it's our firm, R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, or any other firm that you can trust, get someone else to look at your plan. Get a second set of eyes on your plan and make sure they're working for you. But whatever you do, do not wait too long to call for help. Alright guys, that's the end of the show. This show was a little bit different. I almost feel like it was maybe just a little bit pessimistic, and I don't mean it to be. It's a word of wisdom. It's a caution. And If anything, I want you to view this as a lighthouse. I am shining a light on the rocks. Do not come over here. If you're anywhere close to spending 10% of your total portfolio in retirement, or you feel like you're going to need to spend that much money, you're spending way too much. You will run out of money. And if your plan is to run out of money, or your plan is to die early, then that's okay. But if your plan is to live a long, happy life in retirement, you cannot do this. You cannot achieve double-digit rates of return in the market on a consistent basis. And you need to know exactly how much you can spend in retirement. If you need help with this, or you think that you may be in danger, just like John was, call us. 270-600-PLAN. I want to help you. 270-600-7526. We want to be a second set of eyes on your plan. Do not go at this alone, because we're here to help you. 270 plan It's always a pleasure to talk, guys. Until we talk next week, always remember to save money, plan well, and
0: live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only, it is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie